1: Welcome back to Excuse, Excuse My, My Friend. Friend. I'm Alexis. I'm Julia. And today's lovely guest is Chris Bustamante, a top aesthetic nurse practitioner who founded Lushville Aesthetics in New York City. Chris specializes in non surgical cosmetic procedures and male enhancement and sexual enhancement procedures. That's wow. Welcome to the show.
2: <laughs> and I cannot wait to talk about dicks.
3: <laughs>
1: Okay, we're just gonna dive right into I have a in.
3: feeling that that's a big conversation point over here. Yes, how'd you know, how do
1: you know? You saw uh, uh, that we liked it. I, over I here? just
3: had a little feeling. Do you think, I'm
2: just curious, do you think size matters?
3: Um, I think it depends on who you ask. And I think most people would say, that, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I agree. But I, think but I, think that that it's, I think it's more of like also like a mental thing as well. Yeah. Like, I think size can also translate a lot to like mentality. And to so like what you also bring to the experience. So
1: true. You I think I mean? yeah, and how you use it too. What you exactly. bring to it. Yeah. Exactly. Right. So you can like be so
2: into the guy that that turns you on. And exactly. Gets you, to like you can like yeah. have
3: totally like you know BDE. Yeah. And just like yes. totally kill it with that. For those
2: yeah. who don't know what that means, what is? I don't what know what that? it means. So what is big
3: dick th- energy?
1: That's yeah. I oh, that. I didn't know. But I was not. alone. Like, I knew. Big dick energy? <laughs> <laughs> I was I'm like, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. You're G- like, yeah, totally. <laughs>
1: <laughs> big dick energy. Uh, okay.
3: Because some guys just, you know, have that. Right. You know You're what just, I mean? So, now, even I've even had like a lot of women, like, now take over the term, too. They're like, oh, I have such a BDE. And I'm like, because they're just. Like, I've said
2: that before. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Like, oh, big dick energy. You know? I, yeah. know, so I don't know what it is. So, but what I'm if learning. someone doesn't have big dick energy? I heard that or you can kind of help.
3: Yeah. So, I mean, one of the biggest things in aesthetics right now are sexual enhancement procedures. Mm. And so in my practice, because our practice is 99% men, which is doesn't really exist anywhere. Mm. Um, just I think, luckily, being able to be in New York City, um, we've able to cult- cultivate this. And so, it's utilizing filler to augment the penis to make the penis thicker, heavier. Wow. It looks longer when it's flaccid. It doesn't change the erectile length of it because we're not touching erectile tissue. Mm. But it does give you that bigger bulge just to show off, regardless of oh, which. Nice. And, yeah. I'm not
2: gonna lie. I do zoom in on like guys' pants or like bathing suits. No, I swear to God, pants or like, like, like they're oh, like, like in their underwear. On, like, yeah. Do they have a bowl? No, we literally
1: no. We will send it. Okay, so I was like I've been talking to this guy, but I haven't seen his dick yet. And I sent her a video of him in his like swim trunk so You could see it, and I was like, Alexis, I feel like he's got. You literally said that BD. to me, and I was like, I don't
2: know. Anyways, so but yeah. Side note. Okay. Anyway,
1: I yeah, think, girls, well, I feel like we do that, right? People do. We like, zoom that's in. That's so out.
3: interesting because I guess like I don't ever hear to me like girlfriends talking about, but I love that you guys are <laughs> because it's like obviously guys are always zooming in on women's photos, right? So it's like they're always looking at we like. Do oh, it you know, exactly. We do too. Exactly. So it, it goes wow. both ways, and I think that. You know, when it comes to this, a lot of people are kind of apprehensive in terms of, like, should I do this or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. But I think that this is really the 2000s version of breast augmentation, Mm -hmm. where it's, like, you know, back in the day, in the early 2000s, like, breast breast augmentation was such a taboo thing. Mm -hmm. Everyone kind of be talking about, like, oh, I think she got her boobs done, but I'm not sure, this or that. It was, like, very, like, you didn't talk about it. Mm -hmm. And then now everyone gets their boobs done. I mean, like, all my girlfriends over 30, like, have their breasts done. Mm -hmm. So I think that... The reality is that more and more men are going to be exploring, you know, this procedure to try it out, just try something new, spice up oh. their sex life. People are doing it for different reasons. A lot of guys are doing it just for themselves, for the sake of, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. But I also have, like, lots of, you know, married straight men that will come in. They're like... My, you know, we have, I have kids, I'm married, blah, blah, blah. We're looking to spice up our sex life. Oh. And it's just like, yeah, I'm like, that's so cool. And like their, their wife is so on board with it because wow. it's like something for the two of them to get excited yeah. all over again for. And like that's what it. it-
2: Oh, what does that mean? No, like, no, like what, so it, what is the wife? Like, what is the wife, or what are they coming in and asking for? Like, a bigger, thicker?
1: Like, what exactly? But does is it, it? Well, that's what I was going to ask. Like, does it help sexual performance? Does it help the feeling? Yeah, pleasure, what I want Or is it just aesthetic? Like, it's what is purely it all
3: aesthetic in regards to penis filler? Um, it, you obviously do feel more having sex from the recipient partner because it's a thicker, you know, it's right. a thicker penis going inside mm-hmm. you.
4: Uh-huh.
3: Um, but the male does not like. Feel more, have bigger orgasms. None of that, um, but it has no negative effect either. So, you, the, you, when you get this procedure done, you will still have the same level of orgasm, the same sensation. None of that is negated. Um, but I think that for a lot of these married, you know, couples that are, you know, men are coming in for, uh, honestly, a lot of the transparent conversations they have is that you know, obviously, women feel very different after children, mm-hmm. um, and you know, for women to augment themselves after children is a much more invasive surgery mm-hmm. um, to kind of you know decrease the size of the vaginal canal that's been stretched a little bit. Right. And so they're like, this has really been an easier approach to this sort of, you know, small problem that they're having sexually oh. that has allowed them to kind of re-spike that interest in each other oh, and wow. kind of like reinvent their sex lives a bit after kids, which I think is really cool. Yeah,
4: absolutely. Um,
3: And then amongst like, you know, the younger population with, with gays and straights and everyone, um, I think it's just... On because they're just, you know, it's it's <laughs> it's like anything else. They want something to show off. They want something to impress, you know, their sexual partners. And so, yeah, people are doing it for all different types of reasons.
1: That's so interesting. And on your website, I'm looking at the sexual enhancement services. And I want you to kind of explain what these are because these are so foreign, I'm sure, to a lot of us. So hang talks, show talks. What is that?
3: So I kind of break off my sexual enhancement procedures into different categories, right? So we touched on one of them, which is penis filler. That's for Mm. girth enhancement. Um, I have a very similar procedure. That's for the scrotum where I utilize filler for that as well. It's called scrofil Mm. where we inject filler into the actual just skin of the scrotum, so it's not going in your balls or anything like that. It's perfectly safe. And it just makes the scrotum like heavier and fuller and bigger. Yeah. Now, moving on to like the more neuromodulators, like your Botox category, that is your Hangtox and your Showtox. We've trademarked those. So that's injecting Botox into the penis, the ar- actual erectile tissue. So that helps to relax the muscle around the erectile tissue. It makes your penis hang lower at rest. Also helps you get harder and firmer erections because the muscle that surrounds the erectile tissue is able to open up a little bit more. So guys get to kind of walk around more with their stuff hanging around yeah. without the commitment of having to do fillers. So for some guys, that's kind of like if they're really nervous, they'll start there because in three months it's going to fade away because mm. it's Botox. Um, similar thing for the scrotum, we can inject the scrotum with Botox, um, and that will relax the scrotum to let the balls mm, hang out lower. Wow. So it's a fun thing for people to kind of like play around with, get a taste yeah. for it yeah. before they kind of sometimes navigate over to doing filler, which is a, I think a better financial investment because it lasts a lot longer. Okay. Uh, but sometimes it's a little bit scary for people. So
1: s- is scro fill filler for your scrotum. Exactly. Okay. This is so interesting. So I watched your videos on Twitter. Cause oh I know my God, on Twitter, yeah. it, you, know, you can see whatever you want. Exactly.
3: And I, I, and I love it's, that you still call it Twitter, by the way. I, I don't mean think,
1: X, X. Yes. Yeah, I'm like Julia no, you know, I'm still really it, like I, I I s- such a bloom. No, I, I still I'm, call it I'm Twitter. So, right, I'm still
3: well, so like, to Well, I it say, Twitter. feel like calling it X's sounds so weird because I think that I already it's just weird. Work, It doesn't seem natural I, to me. No, oh. and I already work with so many people who are like sex workers and like, you know, like and it's just like I feel like I'm talking about like Literally, I, I like a porn site. That's
2: so true. Versus I mean,
3: versus just like a you know a so, yeah. like a social media platform that obviously is able to host lots of right. these different explicit you know content. Right. But it just sounds like yeah. I'm like going to Pornhub.
1: I mean, I still call yeah. Facebook or Facebook Facebook, not Meta it's Meta now. But I still say Facebook. Yeah. Oh so yeah. So it's like time. it's like same thing. So yeah. Uh, yeah. But so the videos I saw and like. Is is it scary for these guys? Because you're putting a needle in your penis, essentially, right? Like, Do do they, like, freak out? Like, how is it painful? They're usually super
3: nervous when they call the office and they're asking questions about it. But actually, it's a very painless procedure. The way that we numb, we do both topical numbing and also a nerve block, kind of like when you go to the dentist. uh So above the penis in the pubic area, there's a nerve. You just inject it with a little bit of lidocaine. It numbs the entire penis. Um, so the patient's super comfortable. We'll give them a little bit of laughing gas right before the procedure as well to kind of just chillax them mm-hmm. a bit. And from there, it's just smooth sailing. Okay. It takes me about 10 minutes to do things. And they're just like relaxing and put on some music for them. I honestly say that lip filler still hurts more. Wow. Really? By far, by now, far. Now,
2: have you ever injected yourself? Like you're just like your down own here penis? with a dick and you're just no. like, yeah, inject me,
1: baby. I have
3: not injected <laughs> myself. If
1: I was you, why would like you? If, I ha- if I knew what I was doing, I would do it. I I'd be like,
2: why?
3: Why? Why? if I, I would
1: inject, you know. I would do my own lips. I would do my own like. I
3: don't do any of my own facial filler either. Um, I do my own Botox. Um, so like that to me is like a little bit more like just uh-huh. easier to navigate. Uh-huh. But like when I get like my jawline touched up or like if I'm doing a little bit, my nasal the nasal fold. I do see one of my friends for wow. it. Yeah. Okay. So you don't
1: it, inject your own dick.
3: No, I no. don't. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but have you gotten it done?
3: I've had PRP injected into my penis like P shot. Okay. Um, and that's really fun for like, just like performance enhancement. It's like kind of like a little bit of like a built in like Viagra. Okay. Uh, that's like is, yeah, it's okay. fun. So that's the next aspect of like, you know, um, performance enhancement that we have is Mm. P-Shot and Shockwave Therapy. And that is all strictly for performance enhancement Mm. and it's not aesthetic. Mm. So that is all about just giving you harder and firmer erections. Um, So it doesn't change the way your penis looks, both at rest and, you know, erect, but it does give you those harder and firmer erections, more sensation. Um, And it's really fun because it's like... People always think about just like, oh, like if you're doing that, that means you have ED. I'm like, no, like right. guys, when they're 30, like we can kind of all attest to like, you know, they no longer feel like they're 18. Mm-hmm. Like when you're 18, like you sometimes like the wind blows and you're like, oh, my God, like what am I going to do? It's going up. Yeah. And
0: it's just like every,
3: <laughs> everyone who's like, you know, first going through puberty in middle school. Like I remember just sitting in class and
0: be like. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe.
2: Oh my god,
3: the and dick's going Like, up. And like during yeah. like a history lesson, I'm like, why is this happening? Yeah. And so I think that when you like hit 30, you're like, you kind of miss those things, even though everything still works really well mm-hmm. and like in the moment. And so P shot is actually really popular amongst a lot of my patients who are in their 30s, mm-hmm. who are just kind of like, I just want it to extra.
1: Like, I have an ex I'm going to send your way. I feel <laughs> like he needs that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just want to be extra. Wow. So wait,
2: how much does it like grow or like, no, it doesn't It, it grow. just makes you last longer, right?
3: The P shot just makes you have harder and firmer erections. Okay. And a lot of times guys will say because they get so hard like during sex that even after they ejaculate, they're still hard for a bit.
2: That's what I picture. Yeah, have yeah. you ever had one like not function after? Like it just, you do all this stuff and then it's like, oh shit, my dick doesn't get hard anymore.
3: No. <laughs> I he's mean, like, I mean, like my stuff I mean, works I don't <laughs> have
2: any <work>. or Like <laughs> not you but just in general like that's so like, a, like a complication to yeah, or or No. Like, no okay. um, it's
3: such a safe procedure I mean so P-Shot what we're doing there is we're drawing up your blood from your arm spinning it into a centrifuge extracting mm-hmm. the plasma with all the growth factors mm-hmm. in there you know it's very similar yeah. to kind of like your quote unquote like vampire facial right where you're using oh, yeah. PRP like with microneedling mm-hmm. so you're just taking that PRP on a higher level mm-hmm. and injecting it into the erectile that's tissue so cool so, if you're taking all the precautions that you would want to be doing, which is just like, you know, cleansing the area really well, mm-hmm. um, and you just it's the needles are so, so small. Um, um, so it's like, it's one of those things that people just walk out and they're just fine. You're like, mm-hmm. we're good. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. I tell them 24 hours of downtime, you know, with between like no sex, no hot tubs, no sauna, just keeping the area really clean. Yeah. Um, but like, that's, you know, just being overly cautious about it. Yeah. Like you with any injective procedures, like with lips, I tell people like no kissing or oral sex for 24 hours. Mm-hmm. Um, just cause it's like, you just want to keep it clean. Right. 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 Um, so okay. same concept. These mm-hmm. are all like really. Safe, effective procedures, and we take all the precautions and to be, let people know that they are medical procedures. Yes, yeah, um, absolutely. And you just want to make sure you're always seeing someone who does these all the time. Mm, I, yeah, it's I think important. that with anything, that you know, there are experts at different aspects in aesthetic medicine and sexual medicine, all those different areas, and so. I always preach that like you're only the best at something you do all the time. Mm. So I, you know, even for myself, if I get a patient, you know, doing something, let's say they, they want their temples filled. Um, I don't do lots of temple filler in my practice because my patients are usually a lot younger. So I don't typically have to fill that area. It's an area we typically s- fill on people who are like forties And, you know, like usually like, more women than men mm-hmm. uh, for temple filler. And I've never even th-
1: heard of temple filler. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah.
3: And so it's, it's like, it, as you get older, like a lot of women first, and men will get it eventually too, but women tend to get it, that hollowness first into the temple. Makes mm-hmm. it look more like a, like a divot there. Mm-hmm. It's something that people don't think of as part of the aging process, but it, mm-hmm. once it's treated, you're like, oh, wow, they look so much younger. Like, whoa. Um, and so it's a very high-risk area, actually, mm-hmm. um, because you can go blind if you if you get into a vessel. And so for me, it's like, I don't do that procedure often. So when people mm-hmm. come in and I feel like that's what they need, I refer them out. Right, because right. like that's the ethical way of doing medicine. Right. Is that if you don't do something regularly, mm-hmm. then it's probably best not to dabble in it. Right, mm-hmm. you stick
1: to your specialties. You stick to your specialties. Yeah. Exactly. Absolutely. Like I
3: do penis filler like three times a day in my practice. Wow, cool. wow. Um, so you so see a lot of penises you know, all day Yeah. Day. <laughs> so it's like to me, this is just like an everyday thing. Yeah.
2: Okay. This yeah. so might seem weird, but like, have you ever gotten turned on by a client or a patient? Like, once you do it, you see their day. Like, wow, I did such a good they job. Had like, someone really hot, I am hot come in, so turned like... on.
3: I mean, in medicine, this is one of those things where it's just kind of like. Like, you have that disassociation because um, it's just, like, y- you it's your patient. I now.
2: knew you were going to give me that
3: answer. Do yeah. they
1: get turned on? They're really, like are, they're hard and you're just, like, Give okay, it a, tr- give it a try.
3: Listen, I mean, like, <laughs> people have different responses to being nervous, to having even sometimes just, like, if they're experiencing a little bit of pain or whatever it is. Like, so many people have so many different responses to that. Mm-hmm. So, yes, like, some guys will get an erection before we even get started, whatever wow. it is. And then it'll just sometimes just go down right away as well. Right. So mm-hmm. um, it just really varies Has a anyone
2: lot. ever like held your hand? <laughs>
3: like, can you <laughs> hold
1: my hand? <laughs> no.
3: I mean, that person
1: holds my yeah. hand. I would too. I, like, can you I know, hand? getting your, a needle in your penis. I, hand. I have
3: stress balls that they can hold what if they want you? to. But usually like once they're on laughing ass, like people are oh, just still down. Oh, okay. they're, they're laughing, the laughing ass. Yeah, it, takes, it, okay. takes, like, it really takes the edge off. And I, I do put on some music. So it's not like this dead silence while it's I'm It's not working. awkward. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, I honestly, like it sounds like it would be awkward like because I, I think it just feels so foreign. Yeah. And that's what everyone walks into is like that idea that it's going to be so awkward. Uh-huh. And I think that because I do so many of them, like, I'm not. I don't think it's awkward. Yeah. So for me, it's like I just do this so many times a day that I think that I really hope. I hope that I really try to make it just a really calm, open environment. Mm-hmm. And so usually within ten minutes of us talking, you get to kind of just see the person, just really like relax. Yeah. Take that yeah. deep breath. Like you know what I mean. So the goal is for them to feel super comfortable and just like just build their confidence mm-hmm. and just make it a fun experience. I it's like going to
1: the gynecologist, right? It's a very intimate experience, but they see it all day every day, and they put on their God, professional I hate hat. That. But I want to know what hole talks is. What is hole yeah. talks? Is, because the name? I'm like, what? What are we doing here?
2: Yeah. the asshole, isn't
1: it?
3: Yeah, the it asshole.
1: Is. I thought it was <laughs> like the the pe- the penis hole or were they no. pee? No, a, but- a butthole. Do you do yeah. butthole stuff?
3: Yeah. So um. A lot of my background, I used to work for a proctologist, and so he did lots of anal surgery, um, treating things like fissures, fistulas, hemorrhoids, et cetera. Oh, okay. um, so I've kind of got like a wheel, and I also did like a fellowship for, with a urologist. That's how I got my, more of the sexual enhancement, like, mm. you know, education with more like function in that way. Um, so that kind of bridged everything together with him, like what I'm doing facially with what I'm doing down there. And so tox is really what I learned from my from our employer where we utilize Botox into um, the anal sphincters and it helps to relax those muscles because some people are just naturally really tight. And for some people who want to receive anal sex, mm-hmm. um, it's really hard for them mm-hmm. to like, you know, to do it without feeling lots of pain or just going through yeah. a really tedious <laughs> process of like having to use toys and this and that just Mm -hmm. to be able to get anywhere with it. Um, And so this really helps alleviate a lot of that, um, makes the experience a lot more comfortable for people. And because they're able to kind of like jump right into it more, they find the experience to be more pleasurable. Mm -hmm. Um, I wouldn't say that directly it makes you experience more pleasure, but more of the idea of like, we don't have to now do this whole like waiting thing. Oh, go slow or do this. It's more of like, you can kind of just put some lube on, it's like, ease oh, wow. your way in, and you're just good to go. So it just
1: loosens it up and loosens gets Loosens it you... up just to the
3: right amount, too, because a lot of people are always kind of ask me, the biggest concern is always incontinence, Right. Am I gonna shit myself? Yeah, that, I'm right? That's thinking what what I, was I was gonna ask. You. Right, I'm gonna be exactly. Like, dripping, right. Dripping shit. right, and so it's not—it's <sighs> not the case. So you know that muscle is quite strong, and so there's two of them. There's the internal sphincter, which is involuntary smooth muscle, mm. and there's the external sphincter, which is the one you're thinking of when you see it. That's skeletal muscle, so it's voluntary. You control it. That's when mm-hmm. you're like, I have to fart or I have to shit. Squeeze, yeah. Right? Yeah, right? So. Most of the Botox is going in the internal one to help that one relax because you don't have conscious control over it. The external one, we do put a little bit of Botox there as well just to take a little bit of the pressure off. But not enough that's going to make you feel like you can't control that muscle. Right. Um, so it's a huge game changer once it kicks in for people. We do. I do give lots of education in terms of what they should expect. Um, you know, it takes two weeks to kick in. I say three days of no anal play afterwards just to kind of let things settle in. And so when Botox, if you've ever had Botox on your face, you know, like at two weeks, it's the strongest it'll ever be. And mm. then from there, it slowly fades away over three to four months. It's the same thing down there. So what I tell them is that for week two and three, when things are really strong down there in terms of like you're the most relaxed, probably best to avoid any food triggers that you know are going to give you lots of gas or make you prone to diarrhea. Mm. Um, normal you know, bowel movements are not going to be a problem. Uh-huh. Um, but it's more so like if you know that dairy gives you terrible gas, probably avoid dairy for the first you know for week 2 and 3 of that mm-hmm. kicking in um, because it might be hard for you to hold in a lot of gas mm-hmm. a is little bit of gas is your
2: expanding when you fart
3: what <laughs> like, <laughs> i mean you am like but- so
2: confused by why you can't fart well you No can no fart. you can't no, don't eat like
3: if you get if you get really like, gassy, you're gonna be like really, it's gonna be harder for you to hold all that gas. Don't go
2: mariachi oh, okay. and get rice and beans. Okay, I'm yeah. thinking myself like, damn, they can't fart for like no, a whole two. Weeks. No, they can. No, they
3: will. That would be unhealthy. They'll be easier for them to fart. Oh, and so makes I, it's I, more
2: open. Right. I Got don't want okay. to put.
3: The, I want to make sure that they're aware of it, so they don't find themselves in a situation that's going to embarrass. Okay,
2: them. Okay, totally makes yeah. sense. like you can't <laughs> clench
1: as. Okay. Yeah, you
3: can't clench as clench, hard. That's correct. Right. Oh yeah. So right. Don't drink
1: dairy and go on a date and like exactly.
3: Right. But it's, mm-hmm. but, but once you get past like week three, when it starts to titrate down in terms of no longer being as like, intense those things don't become as big of an issue Um, because you start regaining a little bit more of that strength back whatever is you kind of find that happy medium for a while Mm -hmm. you're just like you're just in your zone
4: yeah Um, Um. but like
3: anything else like it takes people kind of a second to to acclimate Um, again never an issue with people having incontinence I've never had it since I've performed this procedure Mm -hmm. Um, but for people like they're like yeah like one day I was having a lot of broccoli and like next day I'm like oh yeah I'm farting a lot and I'm like yeah um so oh my gosh i'd be afraid, as afraid
1: as to eat anything like anything at it,
3: all? It, like, it really isn't like it's or
1: like coffee you know coffee makes you go yeah bathroom.
3: yeah but you just have to be aware of like if you're gonna have coffee then you know just go to the bathroom right that's it it's right. like you're not you, you are still gonna relax. be able to, you are still going to be able to make it to the bathroom i promise okay, that's it's more of just like americans have a tendency sometimes to i think that we get so caught up in our lives and we're so busy that mm-hmm. like let's face it i mean most people you probably have Held in a shit for a long time, totally. and you're just like for no reason at all. You're just in the middle of doing something. You're just like, I'm gonna go and I'm gonna go later.
1: Or if you're like right. hanging like on a date, or like if I'm like sleeping in a guy's house, I'm holding my farts.
3: I'm yeah, just saying. right, right. So this is one of those things where I'm just like, if it's someone feels like they have to go to the bathroom, I'm like just go, yeah. um, excuse yourself and go. <laughs> just go for, to the bathroom. Versus like trying to wait an hour afterwards because I'm right. like, then it might feel like a little bit more of an emergency. Right. Yeah. Um, so that's more of what it is. But what's really cool about it though is that. Obviously, like, you know, most of the people that we're seeing for this are lots of gay men. Mm-hmm. But I've had really interesting situations with women coming in who, wow. you know, they're trying to explore more anal sex with 100%. their partners. Yeah. And they're just like, I'm just not a pro at this. But I also don't want to be so invested in having to do all these toys and this and that. Mm-hmm. Like, I just want to be able to like, be with my partner. and, am like, yeah, today we're doing anal. Put it in. Totally. Yeah. And so I'm like, cool. Um, I've also had, um, you know, some patients come in who are straight men their girlfriends or their partners like peg them um and so I've heard of yeah, yeah. yeah. peg them they mean? Mean? like what they mean? they use toys yeah, to fuck them okay like okay the, yeah. yeah I mean
1: I had a boyfriend who liked drumsticks in there you know it's just
3: drumsticks <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Not the ones you eat either. It's like no, the ones like he's a drummer, like, so like his literal boop, 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 boop. drumsticks that he would use. You'd yeah. put them in his ass. Yeah, yeah he loved it. One time it. she hit oh. it so
2: bad, like she had to have like, surgery in his intestines and it went all the way up there. Is we this the cool. joke
3: or is this for real? No, it
2: was. It's on Google. If you Google like Julia Fry's putting uh, putting drumstick up her his ass. Wait,
3: really? No, I'm
2: kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> That part's a joke, but he really did like drumsticks yeah, no up really in there, did. and he uh, Oh my was, god. a god! Have you ever had someone come in, and they just want their butthole tighter, or their vagina tighter? Is that a thing? Yeah, that's um, so interesting. I,
3: vaginas are not my realm. I have okay. no gynecological training, okay. um, besides just like brief clinical stuff. So, yeah. um, yes, when I worked for the proctologist, we would have patients come in who wanted tighter holes. You know, they've mm-hmm. done a lot of different things back there. They feel looser. That's not something I can offer, because okay. I only... Do non surgical treatments. Mm, okay. um, so Botox does not tighten. Okay. It's a misconception I because didn't know I think, that. yeah. So, like, I mean, people think. Botox makes things tight because when you see it on your face, you feel like when you're like not snatched. able to move a yeah. lot, you're like, you feel tight, but it just basically relaxes muscles. Oh. So by not being able to activate that muscles, like the muscles on the face look tight, oh. um, but they really are just paralyzed, right? Oh. So it does the opposite of whatever that muscle does. So if that muscle pulls up, it's going to make you drop. If it make the muscle pulls down, it's going to make you lift yeah. um, because you're not letting that muscle do its job essentially okay. um so same thing for the whole if you naturally can clench it's going to make you be able to clench less that's the concept okay um but yeah for people who want you know to be tighter back there it's more of a surgical thing okay. um which can be done and you know there are the right proctologists out there who can definitely do that for people and it's a game changer for those people
1: wow. have you ever had someone like when you do their butthole is like stinks or just like gross or like
3: you know what <laughs> like, I'm so it, I, I know like, people probably want all these like shots where like all these like terrible encounters but i think that like people are so hyper conscious when they come in because they think that yeah. they're so nervous yeah. right And they don't want to be embarrassed and all that so i think people like almost always come in i feel like they're presenting very hygienically that's good um yeah i think it's just because it's a mindfulness because they already kind of feel nervous mm-hmm. um so no it's not something i have really had to encounter much it's it's honestly for me, it's just like such a daily thing. Yeah. Um. So no, I've not had to encounter that so much. I think the worst case scenario is like when you're doing it in the summer and like you can tell that person did shower before they got there, but you know it's it's hot, it's New York, you're yeah, walking and you can't
1: around, help it, right? You know? But it, it
3: was it's not like someone just like just didn't come in right. unbathed.
1: Yeah, because I have a friend that did um, waxing and she would do like the Brazilians. Yeah. And she said that some of these women would come in and.
3: It wasn't. It How was mean,
2: have you ever had to turn someone away and say, hey, dude, your butthole's too hairy. I can't even find it.
1: Come well, you back. do laser hair removal, too. You just
2: get yeah. in there. Well, I'm <laughs> just saying, though, can you imagine right. Like the legs are spread, the butthole, you can't even find it because it's so, like, hairy and maybe it's, like, <laughs> curly or something. <laughs> and you're like, where's the butthole? I can't find it. <laughs>
3: You can find it. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I have like my little glasses like that have an like, extra light on them too. So it's like I have like a spotlight right on their hole. I'm like, all right. They're lifting okay. up their butt cheek. They're laying on their side. Oh, I find side. it. Yeah, I was going to say, do,
1: how, do they get like on their yeah, all it was four? All like, four? It, they, yeah. You lay on
3: your side like this. Oh, I'm loving so this. it's okay. like you're just like wow. this and they grab Let's their butt cheek try. up like turn that. Yeah, yeah, show us. <laughs> <Give it back. laughs> so wow. they're laying on their side. They're comfortable. It's actually okay. like, not a painful procedure at all um it's fast it takes me probably like and and it's I don't say that it's like oh like I'm rushing through like the consultation part is the longest part um the actual injection part once I get going is probably like three minutes
2: oh my god. yeah so
3: it's very fast so it's like their minimal discomfort they I also give them laughing gas for this just just relax them for a minute um because a lot of people are just tense and Um, their
1: butthole probably tenses up that's
3: correct exactly so it's just like if they kind of relax a little bit it just Mm -hmm. makes both of our jobs easier Mm -hmm. and gets them in and out out. So there yeah, it's actually it's really not bad. Um I, I literally say like the most painful thing I offer is lip filler.
2: Wow. Yeah,
3: it, it literally is the most painful. That period area people? is so painful. Yeah. Go in and
2: no pain at all. Yeah,
3: it's not bad. People get so nervous. But I think a, a lot of it's more of like the psychology of it, right? It like yeah. it's, like totally. think it's like a little bit embarrassing. and right. a this and that. But you know, for me it's just such a daily event that I'm just like
2: you're like, come on. Yeah. Yeah. Just get undressed now. And it's just <laughs>
3: like, and, and it's not even getting undressed. I literally just have them pull pants down enough to see their butt. And that's it. You that's have to be like No. That's oh. Good. Yeah. Cause you always they're want on people. They're not like a gown. No. Like, you want people like, to feel really? as comfortable as possible. <laughs> In medicine, we always say like, you always keep on as much clothing as, you know, as necessary. Um, mm-hmm. so that the patients feel the most comfortable. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you know, you know, situation when you're seeing your gyn, like there's no way of avoiding it, like you know, right. but they put a drape over you and all that stuff, right? right? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, for this, I'm like, I just need to see your butt. That's <laughs> yeah. it's so awkward. Yeah, when I get like I, I my gyn. <laughs> the amount of sh-
2: the, yeah, I j- I spend so much time shaving down there because I'm like, what are they gonna see? Oh we my god! Gonna, like you
1: said, if you know someone's gonna go down there, it's like most people do extra work I'm like to make sure. In my car yeah, just like bring up there. You so like I that, just wanna be the stinky, snarl- gross know, the person. Yeah, that's a whole that's a whole
4: other.
3: Yeah, it's like, we're all so people are just not that different but do you right? guys judge
2: like can you be serious like do you judge and then after you see a patient like come on you know you talk shit <laughs> I hope
1: like, no le- like let's be real like come on I am my doctor I'm so you annoyed I go the doctor I have a million questions I'm so annoyed Listen, I'm that person I was doctor. in the waiting my room and I me.
2: overheard the doctor and the front desk woman totally talking shit about someone I was oh, like no, oh they they mad shit it,
3: honestly the things we probably talk shit more are literally nothing that happens in the treatment room it's more of like people being late people being rude no. um and that's literally what more like, okay. I really yeah. like to not conquer- like
1: oh my gosh this person's penis yeah like, it's yeah. it's never oh, that yes it's- you guys do <laughs> <laughs> please that guy
2: he came in his dick was so big oh my god <laughs> it's
3: it really it <laughs> and really, I made it bigger <laughs> I, I know it's like that's what you think the talking points would be but the talking points are literally more like this Is the third time this patient's late. I swear to fucking God, I'm just like, oh, like <laughs> okay, that's okay, that's okay. what it is. We it's get b- it's it. boring we get it. stuff. We're just
2: trying to get you to, I know, we're you want to, get some you. Some tea.
3: We're to start spill some pot. tea. I know, Come I know, on, and it's just like, oh, what oh do I God. got for you? No,
2: no, this no, is perfect. Good. We like that nice professional. <laughs> <Yeah>. We're <laughs> just psychos. So, this is why it's called Excuse My Friend because we don't know when to shut up and when the boundary is like, okay, there's no boundaries
1: over here.
3: I love that for you. I love that for you.
1: Exactly. wait, i'm so curious i know this is not your specialty but are there things for women like botox down there filler down there for vaginas? absolutely
3: yes there are um there are
1: good to know yeah
3: i want that thing tighter yeah
2: sometimes <laughs> i <laughs> think i'm like too loose i haven't had a kid but i'm like i'm like well no, no she and, sneezes like, she I pees. I pees i only oh, know that really? because she'll be like achoo oh, I, my holes too big?
3: oh I well so like i they're... hope
2: not <laughs> let's oh, take a look and yeah, let me so, spread my legs. There, <laughs> there are
3: like lots of fun out things out there for women. So okay. there is like radio frequency tightening um, that women can do. They basically almost insert like this probe, um, and it has like more you of said this like a probe, it, a probe, like it was oh, like, like the back of this mic. Where okay. it's like kind of goes into you know into your vagina, right into the vagina. and Got so it, <laughs> it has radiofrequency energy in there that kind of feels like are you warm serious? and it just like tightens up the area, okay. and it just like helps to non-surgically tighten. Um, they uh, also there are people who specialize in doing like labia filler because okay. some women, as they you know get older, have more like deflated labias, mm-hmm. um, and some people are more into that, more what's the
2: labia like, again. Like, it's the lips. like the lips, it's the flappy thing. Like the two things. Yeah. So there's like. Do we like need an anatomy yeah, lesson? Yeah, I do. Fuck. Do we need to pull
1: up
3: have, have you never like looked at your own vagina?
2: So I don't really like get a mirror at down it. there. You never. You
3: don't ever put like a mirror just like to like no. look at it. I did when
1: I was like fourteen. Like I know what yeah. it looks like. It's like fine, but I'm not like down there like. Yo, Whoa. my friend, my best friend and I, when we were like discovering our bodies, we would both go in the mirror together and like look and like compare. <laughs> anyway, I know it's so
3: weird. That's so, not weird. That's not weird. Like,
2: Wait, so people I don't get, get it though. They ha- they have it to make their lips bigger or smaller or what?
3: Uh, so there's both. So smaller is surgical. Okay. Um, so that would have to be a surgical intervention where they basically cut out a piece of it, stitch it back it together, and, and make it all nice and you know wow. externally tight. You know, that right. versus like internal, which they can do both. Wow. Um, but then there are some people who just have more of like that more deflated labia presentation, mm-hmm. and there are providers out there who specialize in to fill that. Um, can labia. you
2: see which one I have? I'm just it oh, totally Are you doing this on camera?
3: Is <laughs> this on camera? <laughs> you were like, "Am I deflated or am I like, am I full?" Like, oh, you know. I'm about to
1: Google labia because now I'm oh like, my what? God. No, I'm totally kidding. When oh I worked God, in beauty, I'm so
3: kidding. before I, before I went back to grad school and became like a nurse and a nurse practitioner, yeah. um, I worked in beauty. I was a makeup artist for a long oh, time. Wow. I worked for Mac, and I had the girls would get into some of these conversations, and uh, one of them called out one of our coworkers. they were really good friends uh-huh. and she was just like well so-and-so's got a fat pussy and i was just like what oh, wow. and they're like yeah look at her like look at that fat pussy and she's and and she's a small girl too and so she's like uh-huh. and she's just like she's like men be loving this fat pussy and i was just like oh my god so then i started asking like my straight male friends and i was just like okay so like what's the tea like yeah do people like tiny pussies or fat pussies and then like there's obviously just like everyone else, like some men like the really small pussies that don't really have a whole lot of like you know Girth-ish big labia maybe. to it, mm-hmm. and there are some guys who are like no, that like they want that fat pussy.
1: We've been hearing That's that. So more we have a and friend, more. and she yeah, she does OnlyFans. That so she's like so open. She's like, I got that fat pussy. Do you want to see it? I'm like, yeah. So she showed us her videos, like, and I was like, okay, but what makes it fat?
3: If the labia thick.
1: Okay, I, I don't. Do I understand. need to Google fat pussy now? I don't. I think you I'm, might have to pull I'm up a reference, of like though. I think the lips. Is that yes. Yeah. On, wait. The lips
3: is... and like sometimes the upper pubic wait, ear can be a little bit like heavy too. Wait.
1: So wait, but there's a thing called inner labia and outer labia.
3: Yeah, there's two lips.
1: Ugh,
3: have man. you? When was the last time you looked at your? <laughs> Just like everything else, there's preferences, right? That's amazing. And just, like, you know, different guys, like someone with small breasts, some guys, like, women with big breasts. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, the same thing with penises, too. Like, people, there are guys who are total size queens and, like, only want to see other guys who have massive cocks. And of then course. there's other people who are, like, yeah, like, they people will be very, like, honest about it they're like i love the idea of a huge dick because it's hot and exciting totally. do i actually want to interact with it and like get fucked by it no and <laughs> no, so it's so
2: true right yeah. so it's
3: just like there are those variations too where yeah. right? it's so and so a lot of times guys too where it's like a lot of the guys who are getting penis filler like you know who are gays they're like you know they might be bottoms where they typically you know are usually the ones mm-hmm. getting fucked mm-hmm. right yeah. and so for them having a big dick is more of just like for display Like, they just, like, it's fun. Like, they're, like, it's just something to walk around the locker room with, Mm -hmm. something to show off, something for, like, their partner to jerk them off with. But they're, like, I'm not even using it. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's like, there's so many reasons why people do the things that they do. Mm -hmm. And, um, I think it equates both for men and women and everyone in between. Mm -hmm. Um, just like the differences in that. Yeah. it's amazing. Yeah. It's it's, It's pretty cool. There's options out there. Like on a serious
1: note, like that's cool to know, you know, that there's things. I didn't know that was a thing till like, we met you. I didn't know there was penis filler and all those different options for guys who might want that for whatever reason. Or someone who sneezes and the pee comes out. I didn't know. It's so good to know. That is a
3: huge market now, by the way. I have so many female. Like friends who um like are in this space that I do, like they're more working on that side. Mm-hmm. Right. And so they do lots of, wow. you know, um you know, non-surgical like female I'm going to
2: figure that out. It's, it's, it's genetics. My whole, you anyways, totally should find thing.
3: someone to like collaborate with who offers it here.
2: Yeah, I'd love to just you know tell the, the entire, entire internet, "Hey guys, um, <laughs> you I just, just did." Got my <laughs> yeah, I did. that's true.
3: I also just that's burped on this really mic. True. Sorry.
1: I love oh, that. I, I did, it, but I held it in didn't, just you like didn't we hold in fire. You know? I didn't want
3: to be rude. <laughs> uh, well, I was like <laughs> mid-laugh, and I was like, Ugh. I was like, <laughs> I never realized. like, wait, I'm on a mic. So it's I was, the like, poppy. I was like, that's be so sexy.
1: We let it all out here. I so want to talk about skincare because you know all of us can learn from this. So, anti-aging. So does aging come down to? Do you think genetics? product diet lifestyle what's your theory it's
3: so multifactorial i mean it's mm. all those things uh-huh. and so people think of aging as also just being skin and that's not the case mm-hmm. so aging takes place with bone loss um as you get older you lose bone right so people think about just like oh like arthritis right like your hips like oh i'm mm-hmm. old but no it affects everything if you look at the skull of a 30 year old versus the skull of a 70 year old the skull of a 30 year old is literally larger Right. Wow. So as the body, as the face sort of loses those anchors of support, muscle falls, deep fat pads fall. That gives the pace the face more of that sagging appearance. Mm-hmm. Skin is obviously done through wear and tear of mostly photo aging from the sun, mm-hmm. um, is the biggest culprit for um for skin damage. Mm-hmm. Um obviously smoking is a huge factor as well. That'll really age someone really quickly. Mm -hmm. Um, lifestyle choices, you know, yes, are you getting lots of fruits and vegetables and lots of antioxidants? That's going to obviously help you. Um, but you know, also fluctuations in weight. So Mm -hmm. if you're someone who's been really big and then gets really small and gets really big and really small, that's going to affect skin elasticity as well. Mm -hmm, Um, so it really is a multifactorial, you know, thing. And so that's why we have so many different modalities to tackle, The aging process Mm -hmm. we have lasers for skin resurfacing and chemical peels for skin we have fillers that we can inject deep down on bone to help restore some of that structure um obviously there's the facelifts when people need it when they need to actually like get in there and just lift up muscle lift up fat pads reposition everything Mm -hmm. so it is a multifactorial thing the best thing that people can do to help slow down the aging process is obviously live a healthy lifestyle don't smoke you know Food in moderation, you know, obviously still enjoy the things that you enjoy, but Mm -hmm. make sure you're getting in a lot of those vital nutrients, Mm -hmm. staying hydrated. As for skincare itself, most important things I don't think at this point are any secret. They're all over TikTok, right? Mm -hmm. You're using sunscreen every single day, even when it's cloudy. At night, you should be utilizing your basic moisturizer um, and then a retinol. Mm -hmm. Um, So if you're doing those things, then you're doing the most important things. Mm -hmm. Um, Anything else is extra and... Sure. We love extra. Yeah, right? Why
2: not? Why not? Yeah. But yeah. also,
3: I also tell people all the time because I never want someone who doesn't have like the budget for some of these things to feel like they can't do something about yeah. it. Um, if you're using a sunblock every single day and a retinol every night with a moisturizer, you're going to be okay. okay.
0: Yeah. Because I was going like to ask that. for
1: us like low maintenance yeah. people because there's so many products. I don't know what order, what day, what. There's so much, right? Yeah. So you're saying if you just do like SPF every day. wash your face every night, right? Do you think morning and night or just at night?
3: Um, I really think it depends on the person. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a lot of controversy on that. So in the morning, if you've washed your face at night and you put on your moisturizers and your retinol, in the morning, essentially what you're doing to cleanse is just enough to remove some of the barrier of Mm -hmm. the previous products that you put on at night Mm -hmm. so that your morning products can be absorbed Mm -hmm. um so Mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be a deep clean for some people just using like a you know lukewarm water and giving yourself a gentle little like rub is enough Mm -hmm. um but if you are someone who's very acne prone then utilizing like more of an acne-based cleanser in the morning can be beneficial um but also like a pro tip is just like sleeping on a clean pillow sheet every night. Mm-hmm. Um if you're acne prone. That's a huge, huge deal. Totally. Yeah. Um what I do personally in like my regimen is that the pillow that I actually sleep with my face on, I change that pillow sheet av- every single night. The rest of them I don't. I what? change those much- well, you change every night. Do you do? Well, I just have one extra I do wow. I have I change my sheets once a week, but the oh, one yeah. that I do for my face, I change that one out every night. Wow. And I have it like it's, I don't have it out when I, you know, when I do my bed, right, I, I right. want to keep that one away. Cause I have it also like, it's a different color than right, the rest of the yeah. one. I have white sheets. Yeah. Um, and I don't want them to get stained with my skincare either. Mm. So like my sheets that I use for the one on my face are like old pillow sheets that are like so different like colors. So yeah. have been stained. And then, Okay. Got yes. it. Got yes. it. Oh, wow. Exactly. I'm doing it
1: all wrong. I do not change mine out every night. I
3: like, would highly I guess, recommend it yeah. if you're prone to, if you're prone to acne. Like yeah. for me, it's like, I really don't regularly break out, but if I don't change my pillow sheet,
4: Why? break out. Okay.
3: Yeah. 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 Because, like, as you, you know, at night, like, you are secreting your natural oils, right? And so, your oils will breed bacteria on your pillow sheet throughout the day. Totally. So, when you go back on Look. your pillow sheet, it's dirty. It's
1: like... And forget
3: about it. If you ever slept in your makeup, then it's full. Oh. Of, it's full of bacteria. I sleeping
1: in makeup.
2: You I'm think sorry. That or do you think that's bad for you?
3: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's terrible for you. At my
2: drunkest, I've always managed to take mm. my makeup off my Same. contacts out. Same. I will be so yeah. drunk. Yeah. And all the, I'm just like... I manage the contacts and the makeup. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You too? Same,
3: same. Okay. Um, I somehow always manage to like make it home, get into the shower, wash everything off, and then just like pass out like same. that. How? I may have not applied moisturizer or anything no. like that, which I might like have skipped that if I was like really drunk, but I uh, washed everything off.
2: 100%. And I probably
3: think it's like once a year where if I get like super trash, where I did not do that. And I usually, that's when I pass on my couch. I didn't make it to the bed. <laughs> uh, but otherwise, I'm always like, it's always, always been a thing. To. Yeah. Because yeah, I think it's subconscious at this point. Yeah. It it's like is. I have to. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I'm also like a nighttime shower, like like I always Same. have to shower before bed. Same. Um and in the mornings like I sometimes shower. Yeah. I, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it just depends. Yeah. yeah. Um, I
2: uh, I was listening to the podcast you were on. And you said that the water intake doesn't truly matter because yet the skin is the last organ to yes. get water.
3: I mean, so to clarify that, like, you do mm. need to be hydrated, yeah. right? Like, for just daily function, being a healthy mm. person, mm. water intake is vital yeah. for survival. Yeah. Um, but sometimes people have this misconception that, like, if they over-drink water, um, that they are going to have more hydrated skin, that they're going huh. to have clear skin, and that's just not the case. Oh um, so it's just it's not a factor into it. Um, if you're trying to go from the dietary, you know, aspect of, you know, breakouts. Um, What could be helpful for some people is doing um, like an allergy test um, to see if they have any sensitivities to certain foods that can be causing breakouts. Dairy is a huge culprit. Um, But for some people, there's other weird stuff too. Some people were like, oh, I have a sensitivity to broccoli. And like, that makes them break out. So mm-hmm. it's like, you just don't know. So yeah. if you're going from a dietary standpoint, um, it's more just like looking for sensitivities that could right. be causing some of those things. So some people obviously it's the gluten, right? Yeah. Um, and so that could be a play a huge role into it, but no drinking excess water beyond the, the daily requirement of just being healthy is not going to give you clear skin. It's going to be way more mm-hmm. you know, beneficial to you to invest in your time into topicals and topicals do not need to be expensive anymore. I mean, the reality is that, all these topicals that we see in the drugstore, like, you know, La Roche-Posay, CeraVe, like, they have tons of research that go into um, their products. So, the efficacy of them is really high. They work really well. So, people don't need to be spending hundreds of dollars on their skincare care.
2: That's, yeah, that's good to Yeah, know. they so really I like don't. Yeah, they really don't. Be on a budget.
3: Yeah. yeah. Frugal, Should
2: we do our frugal-ish? activity?
1: Oh, yeah. We have a fun little activity that we want okay, to do. Okay, cool. With you. Okay, so we want you to rate our skincare regimen. Oh, cool. I'm into so, that. So, you go first. Okay. Okay, okay. So, <laughs> I'm running low on this, but this, you, I have this, um, there's makeup on it. So, tell it what, what it's you a, do. Okay, so I will do this exfoliating cleanser okay. to wash my face with, to take my makeup off. And then I use this toner to get whatever else off of there. I've been mean, hearing
2: toners really bad.
1: Right. I See, I heard toner's oh, good, okay. so I don't, we'll, we'll see yeah. what Chris we'll has to it. say. And then um, sometimes I do this eye cream. Okay. And then sometimes (laughs) I change it up. There's like this vitamin C niacinamide. I don't know what that is, but I do that because I feel like it sounds fancy serum.
3: Okay, cool.
1: And then I will put this guy on. And then this is like what? This is yeah. I have a lot. And then this is like my go-to like moisturizer throughout the day. I grew up using this. My family swears by this. Yeah. Nivea. Yeah. That's kind of what I do. I'll change it up, and sometimes I won't do these, and I'll just do this.
3: There so. was just a comparative um, post that I just saw comparing Nivea to Mer. and you actually they're so similar. Um, and this is like what, like eight or ten dollars, mm-hmm. and Mer is like a hundred or like you know one hundred fifty dollars, whatever it is, um, and they're well, so yeah. similar. Oh, good um, so to know. it's so crazy, but no, I think that this is actually really effective. The only thing I would probably consider is that maybe not always using an exfoliating cleanser because mm-hmm. you could be over exfoliating, okay, um, which can make your skin more sensitive, can actually Oily. make you produce more oil, okay, um, so because you're always stripping the skin. Um, I would probably stick to exfoliating probably like twice a week, uh, utilizing a regular cleanser. Okay, um, if you have a lot of makeup on. I do recommend doing, like, an oil-based cleanser first as, like, a pre-cleanse and then just using a simple cleanser afterwards. Okay. Um, It'll really make sure you're taking off all that makeup. Um, But otherwise, yeah, I think this is fantastic. You're utilizing a serum here for vitamin C. Um, Toners, it really depends. They're not necessities um, anymore where people feel like they have to, like, strip their skin of so much. Mm -hmm. But... I think that if you have more oily skin, utilizing a toner is not wrong. Um, I think it can really help to balance the pH of the skin. Um, For people who are more like normal and dry, I would skip the toner. Mm, Um, For oily skin, I don't think that it's bad. Um, I think it's just more of like seeing where your skin is at. I know for myself that in the summertime, I really respond well to toners versus in the winter where I feel more dry. I feel like sometimes I just like, let me just skip it.
1: You're like, okay, okay. good to know. Yeah,
3: But overall, I think this is like a strong routine. I think that the only thing I would do is just, like, you know, get a different cleanser to kind of alternate with. Maybe an oil-based cleanser for removing makeup, but pretty solid. Yay. Yeah. Okay. okay I'm glad my stuff
1: passed the test. Are you ready for my, <laughs> my <laughs> stuff,
2: for your stuff? Mine? I have more acne prone. Okay. okay. This is my cleanser.
3: Okay, so this is prescription
2: benzoyl peroxide. Yeah. Okay. Cool. This is my moisturizer.
3: Love. I love the rush Okay. Good.
2: I'm so glad you do. <laughs> and then this
3: retinol, fantastic. Um, do you ever find that like using so much benzoyl peroxide does make you irritated?
2: It just depends. Sometimes yes, but when I when I don't, my skin breaks out. Mm. Like I have to, and I I only do like tiny tiny bit
3: okay yeah um i feel like i would probably because like the benzoyl peroxide and also using the tretinoin together can sometimes be look like a little irritating yeah um so i think that what i would probably do is like maybe like use the benzoyl peroxide wash in the morning mm. and use a basic cleanser at night. Well, this
1: has all been this amazing. This has been so Isn't fun. Like- I learned yeah, so much. The- well, oh, wow. anything coming up that you want to share or, <sighs> where can Where people know? find you? Yeah, yeah,
3: well, you guys can find us on Lushful Aesthetics on Instagram and Twitter. And I'm Injector Chris on Instagram and Twitter as well. Yay. So, yeah, check us out. And Yay. you'll see lots of all my before and afters. Um, I have a huge portfolio of my work, you know, so all the facial stuff is everywhere, both on Instagram and Twitter. Um, If you're looking for before and afters of penis filler, you can always reach out to my office and we can email them to you. Um, So those are available. We do have a portfolio of those Mm -hmm. because I do tons of them. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, and and if any questions, I think it's so important to just like do your homework, do your due diligence, ask um, and don't be afraid of just like you know scheduling a consultation, whether it's with me or another provider. Feel them out, make sure they're the right person for you. Aww.
1: Yay! You heard it here, folks. Well, thank I had you so you much th- fun. Thank much, you for having Chris. me. It, it was, so was a appreciate good time. It. Yay. Thank you. Bye. 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 Bye.